So are you wondering if flipping houses still make sense for 2021? Then you've come to the right place. 2020 was an insane year and it doesn't even look like 2021 is going to be much different. So we have seen the Texas real estate market go bananas since this whole thing started. Prices are going through the roof. We have record setting low months of inventory. We have contractors that are hard to find material costs that's blowing up. They're getting so expensive, so ridiculous. And it's very fair for you to be asking yourself, you know, does it even make sense to either get into flipping houses or even continue flipping houses? In this video, I'm actually going to show you what it is that we look at that's determining whether or not we're going to be flipping houses for how long and everything that we look at. This way you have the tools and the resources for you to make your own best decision on whether or not the market that you're interested in flipping makes sense for 2021. So with that being said, let's get into the show. This is John Barbera with an investor's journey, bringing you real strategies that you can implement in today's market to help you invest in real estate the right way. In this channel, we share with you lessons learned as full-time investors like this video right here. So if throughout the video you're finding value, make sure you hit that thumbs up. So just so you know, real quick, I know this video is being released like right up against it, but we're doing a live workshop March 20th is a Saturday on how it is that you can get started in wholesaling houses and how to wholesale your first house within 30 days. I'm going to show you everything that we've done, everything that we do for you to get a deal, lock it in and get it wholesaled. It doesn't matter where you are or where you're starting. You're going to want to check out that workshop March 20th. Go to wholesalingtherightway.com. And the link will be below in the description, but go check out that workshop. Also, make sure you're checking out every Friday for Coffee with the Johns. We go live every Friday. We're covering all the news, trends, and tactics that are happening. That way you understand how to better interpret the news, all the policies, everything. How's that going to affect your investing, your market? We have some great conversations. We talk about everything. Um, and it, it's, it's a lot of fun. So make sure you check it out every Friday morning, 8 a.m. Texas time coffee with the Johns on this channel. So this video right here is actually going to be a part of a series that I'm creating on flipping houses in 2021. There's going to be a whole series. I'm going to be covering everything from how to analyze a deal, put together a scope of work, hiring a contractor, managing them, managing the rehabs, listing the property, everything that has to do with flipping everything that we do day in and day out when we rehab and flip our properties, I'm covering everything. So for you not to miss any of these videos, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube and hit that bell notification so you get notified as soon as we drop these videos. Uh, they're going to be very timely as the market keeps changing. So as things change, we're going to be updating them. So make sure you catch them as soon as they're released. That way you are better prepared for whatever strategies you want to implement. So make sure you stick around to the end as I'm going to share with you the biggest mistake a lot of flippers make and the one that you need to avoid when you're flipping houses. So make sure you watch till the end to catch that tip. All right, look, a savvy real estate investor can make money in any market condition. The trick is that you need to understand what is the condition of the market, right? You need to understand where the market currently is to see what strategy is going to work the best 
and how to implement that strategy the best way because it's not all the same. Flipping houses is not all the same as we're going to cover here. You know, it's not the same concept. There's a lot of different ways that you can flip a house and make it profitable depending on how the market is doing. This is why we stress so much that you have to know your market. You have to know the market that it is that you are wanting to invest in. You need to know it very well. So if you're going to be investing anywhere, if you don't understand your market, you are not going to understand what the best strategies are and why you should be implementing. We've all heard that saying that real estate is local, right? Location, location. Um, it, it's, it, it really is. It's local. You can't go by what's happening in the country when you're investing in real estate. You have to look at it. What is happening locally in Texas? Real estate is very, very hot right now. So first thing we're going to check out what a hot market looks like and how to determine whether or not where you want to flip is a hot market. A very important term you need to understand is MOI months of inventory. This is crucial, especially when it comes time to flipping houses. What months of inventory is going to tell you is how hot the market actually is. So it's been said that a balanced market is six months of inventory. This means that if within six months, no other properties hit the market, there's no more properties left. Those properties will sell in six months and that's it. There's no more inventory left. So that's what six months of inventory means. So when somebody's saying, oh, there's two months of inventory, one month of inventory, all of that, that's exactly what that means. That means that if nothing hits the market within that month, there's no more inventory left. So if you're under six months, that's a seller's market. All right. The market's hot. It's, it's you know, properties are moving fast. That means sellers can dictate more of what they want, right? They can, they have more options because they can sell a lot faster. They have more options available. If it's over six months, it's a buyer's market. Houses are taking much longer to sell. So buyers can be pickier and can dictate more of the terms. So what I'm actually curious about is the balance market is six months. But with what we've been having lately, I wonder if that's going to adjust. I'm actually curious if now moving forward, they say, you know what? Uh, six months is no longer a good metric to have. A balanced market is going to be more like four months, you know, or three months. I, I'm curious to see after this pandemic, how everything is going to go back and forth. If we remain at a six month, it being a balanced market. So keep an eye on that because it, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. So San Antonio right now actually has two months of inventory. That means again, if no houses get listed for two months, everything is gone. And the top six zip codes are sitting in under one month of inventory. All right. I mean, it is crazy hot in San Antonio at the moment. So what do you expect when you start seeing these levels of low months of inventory, this is when you start actually seeing bidding wars when you list a property, all right? When in Dallas, we saw this a few years back already where they would list a property below market value intentionally because they wanted to have a bidding war because then the bidding war will come in and they would usually push them a lot higher than what they even wanted by a lot. So when the market is this low, this is when you start seeing bidding wars, especially in the hot price points, right? You got to see what are those medium, those hot price points in your market. And that's why for San Antonio, we always do a market update that my business partner, John Barr puts together. You can find the description below, uh, the link to the description below. 
So you're going to be able to check that out and see how it is that we determine which are the hottest price points and then which are the hottest zip codes within those price points to see where it is that we want to be investing. What's up, podcast? If you are getting value out of this right now and you're saying, damn, John, this is some good shit. This is some good information. And I just ask you, just shoot on over to YouTube and just find this video and give me a little thumbs up on there. It helps me so much. You have no idea how much it means to me with all the work and everything that we put into this. It, it really helps us grow our channel and grow our, our reach. So if you can just, if you're finding some value, just shoot on over to YouTube, find an investor's journey, find this video and just give it a little thumbs up. That means the world. Thank you. Along with bidding wars, you're also going to be seeing, you know, houses selling within hours of being listed. You're going to be seeing if you're a real estate agent that represents buyers, you're going to be seeing a lot of buyers pissed off because every time they submit an offer, it's gone. They submit an offer, it's gone. And it's something that, you know, house goes live. People are buying sight on scene. I mean, it's insane. They're buying, uh, you know, a house is a serious investment, right? It's a big purchase and people are buying it sight unseen. They're, they're just never been to the house, nothing. The house hit the market and somebody's already putting a full price offer or then some, like even going way overpriced. So you're seeing that. You're also seeing that people are starting to pull back from concessions, from contingencies, from option periods where they wanted to make their offer a lot more appealing. So then they're saying, you know, here's the offer. Maybe it's exactly at asking price, no contingencies, no option period, no nothing. You know, here's the offer. If things go south, it is what it is. I'm still buying the house. Like the risk that people are willing to take in a hot market are insane. Man, that sounds like a great market to be flipping it, right? Not exactly. So let's actually look at the components that you need to keep in mind when it comes time to determining whether right now is the right time to flip or not. So now that you've determined whether you have a hot market or it's a balanced market or whatever, which I mean, right now the U.S. is kind of all over the place with real estate, but unless you're living in one of the craziest areas, you're pretty much probably in a hot real estate market. So now that you've determined that you need to, it's not enough. Now you actually need to determine, can your market generate deals? Having a hot market means absolutely nothing if you can't have deals. And by deals, I mean a property that can actually make you money. If your market cannot generate these deals, it doesn't matter how hard your market is because you can't make money in that market, right? So one of the biggest issues with a hot market is again, like I told you at the beginning, sellers have a lot of options. And when sellers have a lot of options, they don't really have to settle for your offer, right? And if your offer is lower and you have like what we have in Texas, we have a lot of new investors or wholesalers that are willing to come in and say, yeah, I'll pay you whatever the hell you want for your house. So it makes it so much harder for you to actually generate deals that make sense to flip. And what this does a lot of the times, and at least it should definitely do it in your case, if the numbers don't make sense, if you're submitting an offer and the numbers are not making sense at what they want it, that means you walk away. All right. Don't take it down just because you want a deal. All right. That, that's how you're going to get into a lot of trouble. Walk away from the property. So this brings us to the next component, which is you're going to need to really adjust your 70% minus repair formula. So in a hot market, you actually have to focus more on volume than it is hitting home runs. So what does this look like? Let's check that out. So that means tighter margins. 
right? When you are having properties that you might have to find yourself paying a little bit more, your 70% minus repair formula goes out the window. Now it's when you actually start having to weigh your risk reward ratio more than anything else. Because right now, when you try to get into that 70% formula, it's not so clear cut. Now you got to look at, all right, well, what's my risk exposure to this deal, right? I'm looking at this property. It's not your typical 70% minus repairs, but it's in an area where it, the work that it needs is cosmetic right? Maybe very light cosmetic. It's not very risky rehab. I don't have to do a full gut or something like that. So it's, it's not, the rehab is not risky and the months of inventory in this area are stupid low. That means that you're going to do a quick turnaround. So when you add very low risk with rehab and very quick turnaround time, you limit your risk of not making money, right? Tremendously. So now instead of maybe walking away with, I don't know, let's say, 15% profit that you typically want to get on your deals, maybe you're walking away with 10 or 9% profit, but it's still profit. Nonetheless, this is why you got to do volume because when you do volume, you're able to actually have more deals in the pipeline. So then because they're smaller profits, you're going to need more deals to make up that difference that you weren't making up that you before were able to do with just one or two deals. Now, maybe you need for one deal, you need maybe two or one and a half deals to make that same profit. So you got to adjust that formula a little bit. So in another area that doing volume is going to help you is going to be with your contractors. If you can provide consistent volume for your contractors, you might be able to start negotiating better prices for the rehabs and for all of this. You might be able to even get better discounts when you go to the supply houses to buy material because you can probably buy, you know, let's say paint and a lot of the things that you're using consistently, you can buy it at larger scale so it saves you some money because then all of these little savings, you know, speed of market, everything, these all start piling up and create actual profit and better revenue for your business. So another component to keep in mind on whether or not it's the right market to be flipping or how to make money in that market is the level of the rehab that you're doing to these properties or the level of rehab that maybe you don't need to be doing to these properties. So what do I mean by this? Not every house needs a full rehab. You got to understand the market that you're in. You got to understand the neighborhood that property is in. What the demand looks like, because you might be able to get into a property and essentially flip the house by simply cleaning it up or doing some minor touches, some minor repairs here and there. And it still is a profitable deal. You know, this is where people that get into flipping houses from watching TV shows or following Facebook get into a lot of trouble because they start getting emotional and they don't look at the data. You must always, always, always look at the data. And what that means in this case is the comps. You want to look at when you're looking and evaluating a flip, what you want to pay more attention to is you got to see, okay, let's look at the sold. They're selling in less than a month, right? They're selling in less than 30 days. Great. And then you're looking at the actives, which properties are on the market. And if you're not seeing much of any properties on the market, you're in a hot area because if the houses are selling quick and there's no inventory, that's a hot area. All right. That means that if you put a property on the market, it's more than likely to sell very, very fast. So now what you want to actually look at is what has been selling, right? So you looked at it, you're like, all right, this is a hot area. 
This is good. So what has been selling? What are the conditions of these homes? And you're going to see that a lot of times our houses that the homeowners themselves have sold and it was just move in ready, but yet they sold it at full market value. Why? Why were they able to sell full market value? Because there's nothing else in the area. There's no other inventory. So if somebody wants a house in that area because of maybe the schools or its proximity to their job, whatever it may be, they're going to be willing to pay full market value for a house. that's like, you know what? It's not updated, but we can live in it. And it's exactly where we want to be in. So that's where it is right now. So you have to look at the comps and you got to see all you got to look at and ask yourself is if that's the case, what is the least amount of work I can do to this home to get it financeable? By financeable, I mean, you know, what is something structural that may be wrong with the house? Foundation, roof, something that may not qualify for bank financing. Because if you take care of all the structural components and it qualifies for bank financing, then your buyer pool goes drastically higher where now you don't need, you know, somebody to come in for cash. You can have somebody come in with a loan because the house can be financed. Making a house financeable could be very simply just cleaning it up, you know, just getting rid of whatever debris, maybe a light touch up here, a light touch up there. Uh, it's very simple. You got to just look at it and make sure if this house is financeable, sometimes that's all you need and you put it on the market. Now I understand that's not sexy, right? That's not fun. That's not what we see on TV, but it's going to make you money. And remember what we talked about before that 70% formula, you have to adjust that. You have to look at now, you know, okay, well, this is not a 70% deal, but now my repairs, my repair risk is substantially lower because all I got to do is clean it up. And then I'm putting it on the market on a market that's selling quickly. So your reward is lower, but so is your risk. You understand? So that is how you got to look at investing in 2021. So does flipping houses in 2021 still make sense? Let's bring it all together and see if it, if it all makes sense in all of this. Number one, you need to determine what market is currently at where you're looking to invest. Where, where is that market? Is it hot? Is it, you know, normal? Where's that market? Cause that's going to determine the level of risk you got to take the speed of the market and what it is that you got to actually look at. Number two, can you make an actual profit from the deals that are available in that market? Right? So you're looking through the deals, you're looking through everything. Are the you seeing deals that even adjusting your 70% formula, can you create volume and can you create a deal flow to actually make money on these flips? Number three, is it even necessary for you to do a full rehab on the house? You gotta, I swear, you gotta ask yourself this every project that you do moving forward in a very hot market, look at it. Do I need to do a full rehab to sell this house? Because that's where your profit is as well. By doing just enough to make sure that it sells, you're going to be able to increase your profit margin tremendously from what you originally had. And that brings us to number four, which is, are you thinking logically based on data or are you thinking emotionally based on what's cool and what your Instagram friends are going to say about this? Because that is going to determine the difference whether you win or you lose. And if you lose, you're going to lose big. And if you're, if you're saying to yourself right now, holy crap, this is some good information. You know, I, this is stuff that I just, I didn't, I didn't even know was available. I'm learning some amazing strategies. Then all I ask from you is just shoot on over to an investor's journey on YouTube, find this video and just give it a little thumbs up. 
you know, I'll put the link in the description just so it's one click, like, and you're done. How much easier can that be, right? Just give me some support, show me some love. That's all I ask from you, and I will keep putting out this amazing content. So show me some love and enjoy the rest of the show. Warning time, all right? So here's that tip that I told you that I was going to tell you that gets a lot of investors into some deep, deep crap. And this is don't just flip just to flip. So what do I mean by this? Don't get into flipping houses just to say that you're flipping houses. All right. Because if you are doing any kind of investing, if you're using your money, this is how you're going to lose all your money. If you're borrowing money, this is how you're going to burn relationships with private money lender. You're going to get foreclosed on with your hard money lenders. This is where you get into some serious, serious trouble because you are looking to flip houses just because you want to flip houses. Sometimes it just does not make sense. And you need to be okay with that. This is why, like I said at the beginning, a savvy real estate investor can make money in any market condition. And it's not always using the same strategy. All right. So you need to be aware if your market does not hit any of the criteria or anything that makes sense for you to make money. Guess what? That's not where you want to be flipping houses in. You might want to do something else. Maybe in that market you do buy and hold or you do other strategies, but you got to understand the market that you're in. You know, many people are just getting into trouble because they're buying deals that or as they're buying it, they're not showing any profit, but they're doing so because they're saying, look, look how fast the market's going up. By the time I'm done, I'm going to make that money back. That is the most dangerous way to even look at it. You've all heard this saying, you make money when you buy. All right. It hasn't changed what you got to look at. And yes, that thought process does happen in a hot market where you can buy a house thinking that you're going to make maybe 20 grand in profit. And then by the time you're done, you go list it and you ended up making 25, 30 grand, maybe more in profit because prices went up. But you can't go into that thinking that way because tomorrow is not promised today. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what the market's going to do tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen if another black swan event happens. We don't know that. So you don't want to get into a real estate investment thinking that, you know, the market is going to go up, hopefully, and pull me out of this. That is very, very bad habits that you're building. And guess what? When the market does correct and it does get back to normal, if, if it ever does, you're going to be full of bad habits that is going to put you out of business. Don't do that. It needs to make money when you buy. If it makes you more by the time you sell, even better. That's icing on the cake. But it needs to make money when you buy. Flipping houses is a very, very risky business. So don't take it lightly. Don't think that you're going to be able to get pulled out or it's going to be okay or you'll figure it out as you go. It's a lot of risk. It's a lot, a lot of risk. Don't take it lightly. Be smart. Do it right. So if you want to learn step by step how it is that we flipped the house in one week and made 40 grand without doing any of the heavy rehabs and taking all that risk, then you're going to want to click on this video right here where I walk through the whole process, how we did it and everything. And you have this video right here with more training. So thank you all for watching and I will catch you guys on the next episode.